Loud and Proud Champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union. Coverage is also brought to you by Smiths of Drada. Ah, a week off. Time to reflect. Time to take a chill out. And a time to power rank. Yeah, all that and a whole lot more on episode 213 of the Loud and Proud podcast. But first, Oasis. Sing it loud, sing it proud today. To, be, to be honest now, I know it's down in RD tonight, but... It hasn't been a. It's been a break for me from loud football and that, but it hasn't been a break um, in terms of football. I've been then looking at the RMR Championship, looking at the Down Championship, and just getting a flavour for things about the grounds and about the counties, how they do different things, and looking at different games. Very, very, very tactical affair in in Down. Very affairs in Down. A lot of men behind the ball, a lot of possession, a lot of uh, finding pockets of space, a lot of. Um, a lot of transitional play a lot of players like nearly like um, basketball players walking up from half court like ball handlers point guards being very comfortable in possession and then going full throttle getting a shot away hitting really good accurate shots at pace from distance so very enjoyable and then obviously Armagh is is, is, is different altogether then it's well it's, it's just as tactical but probably tones down on the tactical side of things to up it in terms of the physicality side of things. Absolute bruising encounters and really heavy hits and hard hitting and going right to the line and going right to the edge. But enjoyable as well. Two games that I went, or yeah, a couple of games that I went to see over the weekend. Very enjoyable. And it'd be interested to see how loud teams match up with that kind of Ulster kind of tactical battles and more battles of will more than anything else but uh, yeah so because in terms of conditioning of the boys of the teams the senior teams that I watched they'd be they're right up there you know and obviously the, the Martins would be right up there the, the Blues RD now Pats definitely Feckins as well in terms of senior definitely across the board yeah and then it's just, it's just found it very interesting actually the down GAA if you're if you're part of the media, they'll text you the subs and they'll text you the changes or WhatsApp you, so you don't have to go around scrambling looking to see who was. So then you have a timestamp of when those subs were made as well. Just thought that was very interesting and maybe something that we could we bring back home too loud as well. And then obviously the big stadium helps athletic grounds and Park Esler kind of centralised, similar to that instance in Darver where we played all the games in Darver. And a kind of a, a consistent backdrop for every team to play on. Either, either whether it was the back pitch or the main pitch in Darver. Everyone played in the same pitch, same venue, same conditions for the whole throughout the whole championship. So there's a consistency there and how how teams compete. Like yeah yes, well one thing with Darver you don't have the crowd that they would have in Esler or the Athletic Grounds. But then on the other side of that, you just have kind of like an echoey say far say if you're playing say if you're playing up the field on the left half say if you're playing left half back you have the whole stand in front of you right half back is more peaceful more serene more echoey and then obviously it changed the second half but you know it's a whole half of field there where it's quite kind of quiet and the ball is more or less played on the near side near the crowd weirdly enough um, interestingly enough but yeah right that's my rambles and my chats from the weekend let's get into the power rankings
Yeah, I suppose it, it's it's the it's probably the best way to do it to rank the the eight teams left, the super eights in each championship. See where they're all kind of filtering out, where they kind of stand, who's kind of the front runner, who's probably in my picking order for honours come the end of the year as we just ramp it up now the, after this mini break. And um, right, we'll start with junior. And for me, I'm just going to start at the bottom. Obviously, the Westerners have done so well to get to the knockout stages. They're going to go in eight and be happy enough to be in eight there. And then Mal's just above them as well in terms of in terms of like contentment, you know, to be there, to be in the knockout stages considering how, how low it had gone in that second game in terms of getting players out. But they'll have something to focus on, but still... They're a good bit behind this six. And it's a real pack of six. You know, very little between the sides. And a few teams have been slid down because of injuries and different suspensions and all that as well. But for me, I'm going to start at the bottom. The sixth team I have down here is Glide Rangers. They're obviously short Trevor Bryan. They're not as free-flowing as they normally would be in terms of scoring. Connor Sheridan might be back. But as a stance, he didn't play. They have younger players that are lacking that bit of experience. Dion Conlon's playing well. But I think the other teams ahead of them have a little bit more kind of... A little bit more firepower and then a little bit more enthusiasm as well. So say you look at Stabannon, I have them ranked in fifth. And to me, they're a side that's, that's learned in the past two games. They're really going to have a hell of a rattle with the Mitchells in the next round. They're getting the dirty diesel out. They probably should be in this top seed. They should have beaten the Finbar. So they have that kind of hidden quality there that maybe we should be in the top four. But we're still in the five. But we're, we're, we're good enough to be top two, three. Or maybe even, like I mentioned, in the, in the Champions at the start of the year that they could do a Kevin's and go out and win the championship a couple of years early ahead of their time unexpectedly. And if they get over the Mitchells, they could well do it. So that's why I have them ranked as high as fifth. Fourth is the Tones. Very understated. Very solid bunch of players. They got through the championship group. Three games under the belt. They have more games played than anyone else. They have the Westerns in the draw. They will be in the semi-finals. So they're definitely going to be top four come the end of it. Unless something massive happens. They have nice forwards. They have a lot of forwards. You know, Darren Weldon, Rory Taff, Owen Brennan, Jordan Duffy. Niall Smith, Liam Gaffney, like a lot of forwards there, a lot of durable young lads as well. Go all day, keep working hard, and not oh, a different sort of dynamic with with where they were, where they were. They played well a couple of years ago in Darver. Kind of reality last year, reality check. They got it started this year as well. They're building a nice bit of momentum there. So I had them in a, in a fort, uh, and then toward place. The Tones could, could well go on and win it as well. You know, they just have that consistency. They've, they've adept the panel there. They've, they've probably 20 players that are even enough in terms of uh, coming in and out interchanging. And they've players to welcome back as well. So they're in a really healthy position. You know, and the, and, and the fact that they'll know they'll be in the semi-final, probably the first semi-final they've been in, in since the 90s. And... That momentum goes with you, and then everyone wants to train, everyone wants to be out, and everyone wants to push. Training would be good. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm gonna have. To, I'm, I'm happy enough with my fourth choice there for the tones. Third choice in the rankings is 
Dunlear. Uh, obviously, there is a bit of an issue with, with the midfield with Jack Maguire and Pierce Hawkins missing for the for the key game against Lyde. That's going to be massive. Um, they have nice footballers. They're all they always do. Clyde stunned them last year. I think they might stun them this this year. I'm going to have my predictions, big balls, your predictions podcast this week, and um, with a special guest as well. I'm probably going to have that on maybe Tuesday as well. Tuesday early this week, just to get the previews, get them up, and get people hyped up about it. You can listen back to I revisited teams at the group stages. I did I picked a quick fifteen before the group stages. And I will listen to it afterwards. So do sign up and listen to that. Patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Do sign up, support the podcast, get involved, get the feedback going, get chatting to myself, get messaging and have the crack. And definitely you you're gonna enjoy it coming uh, coming in the business end of the championship as well. So yeah, Lanlear for me, Colin Murphy's probably the most dangerous forwards about in the in the grade. But there is more clinical forwards ahead of them um, at the top of the list. But yeah, and they are, they're, they're solid. They're, they're very cohesive. Like they've a, they're similar to the tones. They've a, they've a panel there of lads all at the same level, really pushing on. A lot of them, they're all fit. Uh, but obviously the injury words I did mention. But I mean, across the board, they're a lot fitter than they usually are this time of year or stage of year. So they have to keep that going. Get over the line, they'll take some stopping in the semi-final final. It might be the time that they finally get their hands on to Christy Bellew. Second place, I know they want to say eighth place, but second is probably as bad as eighth place for the boys in Totoran and Agassi. The Finbars, I have them second in the rankings. They have the quality on their day. They've played Division Two football and that is stood to them. They have a real, real uh, quality around like Jack Butterley, Connor Osborne, uh, probably Hugh Osborne won't come back and we might come in at the end so that's why I have them as high they're going to get fitter they're going to get stronger they're going to like work out a few things they they, they had to work out Dahi Woods is in goals Andy McCann will be back in pushing there for competition as well they have a couple of places to figure out they've used an awful lot of players in the two groups in the two group, two games in the group they are developing they know how to win it they're the only team in this that have won it in the past, what, 15 years, is it? Is that even a team that won? Yeah, I know the Mitchells were in the final last year, but yeah, easily. There's no team outside the Finbar that have won this anywhere recently, past couple of seasons. Um, and then top spot, so that'll stand to the, to the Finbar. So at top spot, the Mitchells. They are the form team at the moment. They are probably the front runners to win it out. They've John G hitting serious scores. Really hard to stop. He's well supplemented now by uh, Garrett Kane. Uh, Trevor Matthews. Cahill Corrigan has taken a bit of ease off those boys in the half forward line. Jake Gillespie the same. Taking a little bit of heat off the, the half backs. Getting up the field. Mikey Nulty. And then James Clark's back in the record. And Carl Courtney's back to come back in as well. The Binghams are pretty, playing very well too. And then Ty Connor backs. They're a solid goalkeeper. They have a lot of things going right for them. So for me, they are number one in the power, junior power rankings. Finbars are second. Lanlier third. Tones fourth. Stabannon fifth. Lloyd sixth. 
the Malachy 7 and the Westerns. Hi, Barry here from Ardy Credit Union. For large loans to small loans, from car loans to home improvement loans, to mortgages and everything in between, Ardy Credit Union can look after all your lending needs. We are open six days a week and you can contact us by phone, online or in person in Ardy, Collins, Romiskin and Loud Village. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. Ardy Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Right, intermediate power rankings. Um, I should. I, I was going to keep this behind the paywall, but no, I'm happy to give it out for free. Hopefully, entice a few people along to get to sign up. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud. Coming in at number eight is the Clans. Billy Smith will probably hate me for it, but I think they're going to be number eight. There's a doubt around actually Billy's fitness, but I'm going to have them in a, in, a, in as eight in this competition, and they play Hunterstown next and. That's going to be a fair test because I have Hunterstown down as number one in the power rankings. Yeah, a bit of a tease gone there. Just lashed them in. The Hunterstown, my front runner, tipped them from the start of the championship. They're going nicely. They've got out of their group swimmingly. They, they can afford to ramp up the training, work out a few more things, get more fitness into the legs, build more into their squad. Um, they look to have something about them too. You know, they have, they're playing with a the serenity, the balance there and youth and experience as well. It's always a really nice, good mix with CA's profile. They're going to have a dogged game with the clans, but I think the clans of all the eight teams, look at them, they, oh, they probably could win it actually. Um, they could probably, the clans could probably win it before Roach and the Glen Emmets. Um, yeah, that's that's actually interesting that I have that. But I just think overall in terms of consistency, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put uh yeah, I'm gonna put Roach at number six and the Glen Emmett's at number seven. Glen Emmett's very organised, they, they don't they don't deserve to be the lowest ranking team and they're not. They're very solid in what they're trying to do, they don't concede much. They're trying to keep you out. They they stay in the game. They have forwards to to brim, and they'll grow from the first two games. Keelan O'Neill get back into more form. James Butler as well be the better for the two games. Ronan Gruffley was coming into action as well. To have workhorses around the middle of the field. Connor Grimes is pushing on, and really being that leader, he he has threatened to be for years, and he's shown it. Then. Sixth place Roach are very similar. Like they got through their group and kind of shocked an awful lot of people. They took out the O'Connells. They 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 beat the Manny's the first day. They're 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 an entertaining team. They're a likable team. Roach. They're a team that play with setting up for control, but don't generally have control on things. So there's always that kind of like the way they let the teams back into it. There's that sort of excitement and entertainment with them. Probably pulling your hair out if you're a Roach supporter. Uh, I have them down as sixth because I just have the Manny's ahead of them. The Manny's Mike Eckelkine back to Trevor, uh, Terry Kelly to walk off. Now he's informed the, the nucleus of men around the middle that hold on to possession. They're hard best. They're definitely middle in, in this rankings. Um, they're just probably outside the top four teams that could win it uh, with Steve Kilcoyne out injured if he's in they go probably right up to second uh, but as it stands I'm going to put them in as fifth in the intermediate power rankings the next spot I have the Kevins 
real, real, real uh, pedigree about them. This is probably a step in the progression to get into the semi-finals, having gotten the quarter-finals the past couple of seasons. The young players might push them into the, into the final four. Going to have a hell of a tussle next week, uh, this weekend, or next Saturday. Is it? Yes, yeah, next Saturday with the Ironers and... Yeah, they have forwards. They have Keen Callan to get back in there as well in terms of getting the fitness up the past couple of week over the, with the break. Um, they have a, they'll always have an idea and a plan to play. It'll be very competitive. They'll take great confidence on top of the group and sorting out the O'Reilly's gripe that they lost twice on this year. No real goals. They have a way of attacking up the field. Very slick into transition. They're going to take some handling, so I'm definitely happy to put them in the top four. Speaking of transition, I mean, slick. I have the Ironers toured because I think they still have a say in this championship. They have three powerful forwards. They have Dermot Moan supplying the bullets as well. Two Dean Maguire. Two Carl Ferret and Peter McStravick as well. You know, they have something about them. The Dunhoos as well. The three of them all working hard and coming into a bit of form. The father managing um, Con's uncle uh, going added hammer and tongue they're pushing it out they're, they're trying to build they have Fergus Sheiky there in, like, and they have they've got goalie they've a good setup. they've a good structure way of playing their forwards are just hit form possibly at the right time they'll have heartache of getting old, of get, getting beaten in the, the knockout stages past couple of seasons and limping out not as good as they would have liked so yeah I think the Irelands will be there or thereabouts and then Cooley like they topped their group how much work would they have put in there this past two weeks invaluable for Colin Alley to get pitch sessions with them they, you can see them working on the press and the kick out receiving ball from Galley from their own kick out little things like that they're introducing different players Michael Caron's back in there and now he'll be better for it as well Colin Alley's getting to look at the players and personnel he has um, I think obviously they're a division one side they're going to take serious beating um, but I don't know whether they'll have it all together at the right time this season but they might you know the, the quarterfinals might uh, bond them or it'll, there'll be a show a chink of light through it and might crack the, the Cooley system but for me Hunters Town are the team at the top of the power rankings uh, they just have like I said there's something about them this year and they're going nicely it'll be yeah it'll be still it'll be by no means any certainty that um, they'll get through but the way I have the rankings it, it's first plays eight six plays seven Roach and Glenemans play each other then you have Cooley two against five and then three and four the Irelanders and the Kevin so yeah that's why it makes her wide open lower seed team might beat the uh, top table topper group topper in, in the group as well right so yeah if you're not happy with any of these do send in your gripes and your queries and your uh, giving outs or corrections please do right next is senior and right uh, a real real kind of look at it, it the gap is closing let's just put it that way there's teams there on the day that could win the championship um, there's teams there that could take another team out take a big heavy team out um, but I have I, I have the Brides 8 they um, they're, they're, they're coming in kind of battered a lot of players injured a lot of players getting suspended getting ragged I think they're happy enough to get out of the group um, they have a mercurial 
um, player in Kieran McCardle all the same he could win them a game and push them into the top four but the fact that they're playing RD that, that, that's, a, that's a tough ask for them to last in the championship although they did pull it up to RD at different times last season but I think that this is a different RD outfit um, so yeah I'm going to have them in as eight if the Jairs in at seven I think the Jairs were very competent in what they did in getting through the group Shane O'Hanlon's shown great form Jim probably would make it back after his injury Craven comes back in Dan Corcoran's going to be the fitter and the better forward as well but I just I just feel they're just at that lower ranking um, to get over the line they might need a little bit something more I don't know whether they have it or not then uh, it's a big ask as well and, and, and it's, a, it's a satisfactory season for them as well because they were in trouble nearly last year the way the, the, the Marins took care of them but then they bounced back and they showed they're very fit they're competent I think 7 is is, 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 worthy, is a worthy spot for them it, it kind of correlates with their league position as well the Joes for me are in at 6 because they have these players that on their day on their championship day could do something extra special a massive ceiling on the likes of uh, Bell, Kyler's come back into form, Colin McCall, Michael Staunton, Neary, and then you have other lads there as well that just show that great in championship. Colin Smith comes off the bench, um, gets the job done. Dara Smith, great interceptions, clever footballers. Alan Lynch, um, Killian Staunton, uh, the two Mulligans, David Kieran, like they're, they're solid, you know, and they have this sort of freedom now more freer than say the Jairs and the Brides who are below them because you know they're only Division 2 side whoever we face we're, we're not going to be fancy but we kind of fancy ourselves to do maybe a job we're entertaining get goals out of nothing we could make another team panic so I have the Joes in at number 6 and top 5 I think even if the Moctis were winning this championship I think I'd still have the Feckins in the top 5 or the top four. They're actually being pushed down in the top four. I'll explain there shortly. But yeah, the Feckins are right up there. They're a hell of a team. They have hellish forwards. They're uh, they have a massive panel. The biggest panel. Or probably the most depth of panel. Um, really and truly. They have, they have a nice variety of attack. They have midfielders. Big men. Parker Donahue. Paul Matthews. Jamie McDonald. All them boys be fitter for it as well. So I had them in a fifth, just below the grade, but they'll probably make the semi-finals. We will see. I'll be talking about more in depth next week in the Ballsy Prediction Podcast with a guest. Number four, I have the Pats, because you have to give them their dues. They took out a top three team in the championship. And that's no mean feat, taking out the Blues in the championship. Full value for led from start to finish composed they have freshness about them they have dogged mix they've been hemorrhaging in bad groups this past couple of years and now they're finally out they'll do damage and I think they have an awful lot of power and size and brute and not a lot of teams can match maybe the Martins can just match them so that's why that game is going to be fascinating number three in the power rankings behind behind the two other blue teams is the Newtown Blues um, purely because there's an inconsistency there they didn't play well the first half against the Moctis played well the second half obviously didn't play well the first half against the Pats played reasonably well in the second half probably did play well against the Pats in the first half just didn't execute the scores 
Um, will Ross Nally be a factor this time of year, this business end? Yes, I think he will. So that's why I have them torn in the power rankings. So who goes in at number one? Who is top in the senior power rankings? For Loud and Proud, it is R.D. St. Mary's. Yeah, you probably knew I was going to say that, actually, the way I, when I built that up. They are moving well, but there's also this thing of, <laughs> this is it, like between the two teams, them and the Martins questions that need to be answered they are moving well but you'd argue who have they played they played the Joes and the Jairs the Gales the stiffer test lie ahead the division one team even lies ahead so that's a big factor have they found their settled team have their free taker have their uh, forwards to come in I think they have I think they're hungry I think their eye is certainly on the prize I think they've They've got a fitness about them. They've got a, a, a real sort of nonchalance about them that they're just going to do it. They're just going to steamroll whoever it is or whatever challenge. Now, I know it's going to be exciting to see what the challenges and those hairy moments are, but I just think they have that look about them. And then the Martins, like, they, for me, look a little bit, just probably just 99 out of 100, just a wee bit off. Um, they might have to freshen up their team Stephen Campbell's obviously a massive loss as well um, so this, uh, despite being champions I think that nearly weighs on them that's what it, probably why they're second and I'm putting so much stock on that being like hungry for it they're three years in I know they have all the experience on the other hand but I think that uh, you know that, that just sheer will to win three in a row is different to RD wanted to win their first one for a long 27 years is it yeah so for me that's my power rankings RD in at the top the Martins the Blues the Pats the Beckons the Joes the Jairs and the Brides at number 8 um, so yeah that's it for me let me know what you think send me in your power rankings or am I right or wrong I'm going to put an Instagram feed up so you can put your, you can rank your power rankings you can do it on Twitter and just kind of Oh, not a, yeah, you do it on Twitter as well if you can, and uh, Instagram, so you can put in your top eight for the different grades. So great to hear yours intergra- inter- interaction as well, and I'll, I'll, I'll snap it as well. If you haven't signed up and you're listening for free, thanks very much for listening, and then please do sign up. It'll be well worth your, your four euro. Right, that's it. Thanks very much. I roll on the championship for another big, big couple of weeks ahead. Good luck, bye bye, and thanks for listening to episode 213 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Loud and Proud Champ brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union.